You're listening to the sixth Bitochem podcast, and we continue in the Sefer Madrigas Adam. Last time we spoke about the story of the poor man who visited Rava, and he said that he was accustomed to eating fattened chicken and old wine. And then Rava's sister, who hadn't been there in 13 years, came in and brought that exact gift. We continue. A person who trusts in Hashem doesn't have to be concerned from the fact that he's taking money from the tzibur, from the from the public. From the fact that he is very strong in his amuna, that he's that the food that he's getting is not from the tzibur, it's not from the public, but rather it's from Hashem. He really feels like in reality, it's not the congregation or whatever it is, his his uh, local tzedakah that's giving him the money. And rather, the money that he's getting is indeed only a gift from Hashem. Like we find that beforehand, Rava didn't have any fattened chicken and old wine. It was only at that moment that the that this visitor who came and he expected such a meal, such an expensive meal, that's the moment that Rav's sister came. And she brought exactly the meal that he expected. So the idea here is that when that visitor would ordinarily take money from the tzibur, from the public, he would take from tzedakah. It wasn't that the public was giving him that money which he's going to spend on the fattened chicken, other way around. Because he came, that's why this type of meal was brought to Rava at all. And we can say that it makes sense, it's mistaber, that Rava himself also ate from the fattened chicken. He couldn't, the, the guest couldn't have eaten everything on his own. And it comes out that not only didn't he take anything from Rava, he didn't take anything from the Tzibur, furthermore, he actually brought something to them. And as Rosh Hashiv explained, it could have happened that on the way, Rava's sister dropped the chicken, it fell, it broke, whatever, something got dirty, or it could be Hashem could have put it in her mind to bring something else. Why was it that she specifically brought this? It was because of the bitachan, the trust of this visitor. And what's also interesting is that it works lamafre, it works retroactively. That a person has bitachan, and it had to be set up from before by Hashem that this woman, Rav's sister, would be bringing it at exactly the moment that they were speaking. So we see that, as Marash Shiv explained it, that there are many possibilities. Hashem sets it up. And if we have bitachin, if we have that trust, we have that faith in God, so then the result is that Hashem, everything lines up, all the pieces come into place, we have our bitachin, we have our faith, and then Hashem brings us the thing that we had bitachin for. That's how Marash Shiv explained it. Rabbi Per. So what we see here, a person who truly trusts in Hashem, that person is not, when he takes tzedakah, let's say he takes charity, so he's not actually taking charity. Rather, that person is getting directly from Hashem. It's an amazing thing, because 
One of the things that we say in our prayers, we say, we say then benching. Hashem, we shouldn't have the embarrassment of taking something from a person, a gift from a person. But what we see here is that it's possible for a person to have bitachin in Hashem, to trust in God. And even though he's getting something, the gift, so to speak, is coming through a person, but the truth is that it's coming really directly from God Himself. So, so first of all, he's placing his trust in Hashem. He's getting information about and it's also possible that the tzibur itself, the po- the general populace or the the public, the synagogue that he attends, so they'll benefit as well. As a result of the fact that he had this pitachon, it worked out that Rava received or the orech, the guest received this fattened chicken. And it's very clear that it came because of him, because that's precisely what Rav's sister brought, and not something else. So it comes out that Hashem prepared for this visitor, for this guest, exactly, exactly what he expected, exactly what he was used to. And the result was also that there was some advantage that was gained by the people who were around him. Because it makes sense. Did I just read this twice? No, I didn't read it twice. Sorry. It makes sense that Rava also got it because of him. Now, an amazing thing amazing thing comes out of this idea and he says like this it comes out that the condition of bitachon is that a person needs to be extremely strong in his bitachon extremely strong in his confidence I saw it was translated the word bitachon not as trust which is true but it means confidence it's confidence in God I am confident that Hashem will provide me with my needs that, that when a person has this confidence, there's no difference whether the place is a place where the person thinks it's possible to get what he wants. Or even if it's a place where it doesn't seem possible that the person will get the thing that he desires, Look at the story of Rava. The guest came. It was almost impossible that Rava would be able to provide for him what he expected, what he was used to. That that uh, Rava, when when he was speaking to this man, he, he seemed to be saying it was impossible. It seemed to be like he was expecting something that was out of the normal normal uh, thing that he could expect. And nevertheless, he stood very strong in his trust in God. And I'm not eating from anybody else, I'm eating from God. It would be no different for him if he was amongst people or if he was all alone. And just like the Ger had his trust in God, even though he was out there amongst the wild animals, the story with the Ger, who was an astrologer, 
And he was saved from it in the merit of his bitachin, in the merit of his trust in God. So whatever circumstance a person finds him in, himself in, it's possible to have bitachin, it's possible to have faith and trust in God. And I want to mention, and something that I shared with the group that we met on Sunday, and, and uh, it was very exciting to meet with a group of you. And uh, I shared that um, on Purim, I had an experience of bitachin, I trusted in Hashem, I was in a certain place, I was already had started drinking, I wasn't drunk, but I was happy, and uh, I was in a place where I needed to get a ride to a location which was not so close, I would have taken about at least 10 minutes to walk there, I wanted to get there quickly, so I had bitachin in Hashem, I said, Hashem, I trust you, and I, I can tell you that it's easier to have bitachin when you have drank a little bit of wine, I trust you, Hashem, I'm going to get a ride directly, I was with my son, and uh, f- first I just stood out in the street like I'm ready to receive it, but I felt I had a hergish inside that I should move over a bit, I should sh- should walk along a bit. Literally walked for 15 seconds, and someone was pulling out of a driveway, and I said, could I have a ride? I'm going to the central area of Ramapay Chemish, and they said, well, we're not going there. I said, I'm coming with you anyway. So I got in their car, we drove to the corner, I got out at the corner, and immediately behind that car was a person who wasn't from the area, and I said, I need to get to the central area of Ramapay Chemish. The person said, I don't even know where that is. I said, I'm coming with you. I got in the car, and uh, he he was driving exactly to where I needed to go. I got, he dropped me off. I didn't even tell him where to drop me off. He dropped me off exactly where I needed to get out. And bitchayni alsali, my bitachin worked. So it was amazing. It's, it was exciting. And um, and I asked Marash Shiva about looking for parking spots. He recommends working on bitachin in smaller things, in smaller things, and uh, asking Hashem for a parking spot or having bitachin that will find a parking spot is a great way to work on it. Says the altar of Navardic that somebody who is a Batech, someone who trusts in Hashem, all times and all places are equal. The place itself is not that which causes. Because according to the altar of Navardic's way of looking at things, so the efforts that I make, the shtadlus that I do, is not relevant. If a person is used to answering all of his questions, all the questions of life, with his bitachon, with his with his faith in God, Azay Hashem eftachay. So Hashem will be the one who helps him out. For Hashem, there's no difference between the different places, places where there's some kind of ishtalus that's available, or a place where there's no uh, easily recognizable way of obtaining what a person needs. In all times and in all circumstances, a person can remain and should remain strong in his trust in God and not move from it. A person such as this will be so strong in his trust in God that all of his needs will be assured to him. He can be confident. And he will be able to attain all that he desires in all of the places and times. Whether through people or not through people. Once a person 
himself alone has placed himself above all types of efforts. He says, I am going to, I trust completely in God. I'm not going to make any effort at all. He trusts only in Hashem. So the Alder lays down his shita, his opinion, which is that it's possible for a person to receive something in a miraculous way if a person has a full bitachon, has a full trust. And this this past week I spoke to my Rosh Hashiva and he told me a story of someone who is working on bitachon today, who lives in Lakewood actually. And uh, he had bitachon. He has many, many stories. And perhaps as we get through some of the bitachon podcasts, we'll share some of the stories. But just a small example. His air conditioner had broken. Okay? His air conditioner broke, this particular person. And it was checked by a person who needed to fix, who's a, who fixes air conditioners. And he said it requires a certain amount of fixing. It requires a certain amount of money. And he had bitachon that the air conditioner would work, and it did. Okay, there's a story like that. I know of another. Story. I just read about Nisim. I've heard the story about Nisim Black, who's a uh, who's a ger tzedek, who actually I've met a bunch of times. Originally from Seattle, and uh, when he was first deciding whether or not to get back involved in music, he he said to Hashem, he said, "If you want me to get back involved in music." This broken microphone, he had a broken microphone, make the broken microphone work, and it did. So, there is such a thing. Are we on that level? Am I on that level? Absolutely not. Is it possible to attain that level? Absolutely. Should we try to jump to that level? Absolutely not. That's also something I discussed with my Rosh Hashiva, which is that when we're working on Bitachon, we need to know and I've mentioned this before, the extreme level, the, the highest level, which is the level that he talks about, where it's possible to even have something come in a miraculous way. We need to know that such a level exists. However, we need to not try to jump to get to this level, but rather build our way up. Start with Hishtadlus, a little bit less Hishtadlus, a little bit less efforts, and then work our way up to the highest level, which is possible to attain. According to the altar, it's, it's, uh, it's easy as uh, I heard from Rosh Hashiva as well, uh, that his his wife, his wife's grandmother, was the daughter of the altar of Novartic. And they came to Eretz Yisrael to visit, to, uh, actually, I'm sorry, I won't get into that story, that's not, no get to this, but his wife's grandmother was the the aunt of Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. And Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, in his speeches, he was a Rosh Hashiva of the mirror. So he spoke about Bitochen, he spoke about trust in Hashem, and he mentioned that it's something which is difficult, it's a difficult level to attain. And his aunt, who was the daughter of the altar of Novartic, got wind of the fact that Reb Chaim Shmulevitz had said that Bitochen is a difficult thing to attain, and she said, uh, how come you said that it's a hard thing to attain? My father said that it's an easy thing to attain. And from that time on, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz uh, whenever he spoke about Bitochen, he said it's something that's easy to attain. So, we need to know that it's something that it's possible to attain. That is for sure. And it's something that we can work on. And I invite you to join me. Those of you who have not yet emailed me who are interested, you can email me either at my, my personal email address, arigoldweg at gmail.com. I also started another email called Group at gmail.com. You can email me there as well if you'd like to join. Men's group has begun. Women's group is beginning this Wednesday. And thank you so much for listening.